God. It's good to pray, right? Pray for one another. Pray for our nation. How many know God use, has, has and will continue to use America on a large scale because through America, because it's a free country, there is adequate amounts of the gospel going all over the world. You know, there's good news every day. Do you know that today all over the world people were saved? Glory to God. If they put that on the news, nobody would listen. We would. Why? Because that's the good news. People were saved. People heard the gospel. People's lives were changed. There were people healed. There were people made free. People that got to know Jesus that did not know Him before. That is good news. Amen? That That's what we're looking for. That That's what the church is designed to do. You know, the church isn't a place... For sick people, it's a place for well people to, to learn and go out, right? If you are sick, it's a good place to come because you can get well. Let me rephrase that. You can be well. You can be well. You can't get well. You can be well because you're already well. You just got to be it. Amen? You just got to be it. We've been made well through the blood and the stripes of Jesus Christ. We already be well. We're not looking to get well because we be well. The world's looking to get well, right? But they got to know the be weller. The be weller will take care of you. Amen? Amen. Open your Bibles to Genesis 17. Thank you, Lord. You know, we, we looked at uh, identity last week, and we're kind of going to tag on to that again this week because, you know, our identity so often, you know, people think, well, his name's Dan, that's Dan. Well, there's, there's millions of Dans, right? There's millions of Daves, right? So our identity's not in our name, right? Our identity's actually in His name, right? But our, but our identity even then uh, in Christ is, is there's so much more to it than, than, just, than just saying, I'm, 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 I'm His. You know, you have to walk in the call. He's called everybody to be something, to do something, to go somewhere. He's called everybody by name, but he's also given them an identity. He's given you an identity. He's given me an identity. You know, it's just like I said, there's lots of Daves in the world. There's lots of Daves in this church. Like somebody could say, run, go, go get Dave. <laughs> well, who'd they go get? Depending on what you're looking You know, a lot of times they're going to come to me and I'm going to say, well, you need Dave Roberts. He's the electrician. I don't know how. Right? They'll say, they'll say, well, get Dave. And they'll say, no, you need David Staten. He mows the lawn. Right? Not You definitely got the wrong Dave there. Right? Yeah. But, you know, there's, there's more than one Dave. They might say, well, I want Dave, that guy that sings so good. Say, well, that is me. But however, they're probably talking about David Robinson in Florida. Right? Although I do sing tremendously. Amen. But how God identifies us is what we become, and it's what He's given us the power to become. Amen? And look at Genesis 17, verse 5. He's, he's been talking to Ab, Ab, Abram at this, to, up to this point, and he says, Neither shall your name any more be called Abram, but your name shall be Abraham. For a father of many nations... I have made you. He called him what he had made him. 
Amen? And, and, and that, that's that when, when, you're, when you're looking to be in Christ, it says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Amen? Abraham got a new identity just like that. He went from Abram to Abraham because God made him something different. When we're born again, God has made us something new. He made Abraham something new. He made him the father of many nations and called him what he made him. Remember in Genesis, early in the book of Genesis, it said God called man over and he brought the creatures before him to see what the man would call them. And whatever he called them, that was their name. Amen? Now, now when we call something something today, we, we start identifying it. Now, in this case, he, he might have said tiger, lion. Well, that doesn't mean you're going to identify. You're going to identify a whole group. You know, you got to name it Larry the Lion if you want to identify it, right? It's kind of like if you want me, Dave, in the church, you say the good-looking guy that can sing, right? You, you know, you got to, you know, premium package, right? Professor. Right, you know, you use all the identifying words to to find out who you're looking for. And, and when they get to there, then then they know. But 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 in this case, what what Jesus did for us is he made us some things that we can be called. He made you whole. You can be called whole. You can be called healed. Why? Because he made you that way. Look at um Healing is a good thing to look at, so we'll, we'll, we'll look at that. Look at Matthew. No, Luke. Luke 5. Look how far back I'm going to have to go in my notes to get to where God just took us next. There we go. Luke 5. This is how God changes people. Luke 5, um, you know the story. They brought the, they brought the man with the palsy to the house. They couldn't get in the house. They ripped the rope, the roof open. They lowered the man down right in front of Jesus. Smart people. We should all have friends just like that. Right? Somebody that'll put you at the feet of Jesus. Right? Because, you know, a lot of times you got friends that they'll give you their good ideas, their religious ideas, but they won't bring you to the feet of Jesus. The friends you want are the ones that, even if you don't like what they say, Right? So they weren't very good friends. They were kind of mean to me. They said, you got to do this. You need to straighten up and fly right and you need to do this. And, and, but what they're trying to do is put you right at the feet of Jesus. They're trying to put you in a place where healing can happen. Amen? And, and sometimes it can be nice words. And sometimes you got to rip somebody off the cliff and say, get over here. Right? And, and so it's, we, we need friends just like these four men. Amen? So these four men brought him, couldn't get in. They got him in. When they lowered, down, lowered him down through the roof, he saw their faith. So they had all five had faith, obviously, because it says he saw their faith. Saw their faith, and he said, man, your sins are forgiven. Man, that, that confused everybody in the room because he came for healing. But your sins being forgiven is what makes you healed. Amen? That, that literally means, when, that word forgiven literally means you're released or discharged 
from a binding contract. Right? I mean, you know, and that's what, it, it, that's what he's saying. He's saying you're no longer in bondage to this. Glory to God. What did he just do? Healed him. He, he gave him healing. Why? Because when we were sold into slavery and sin, we were legal. I mean, actually, the devil had legal rights to us at that point. We, we were sold into sin. And, and because we were, sickness came with it. That's how, you guys know that, right? Sickness came as a product of sin. That's how the world got messed up. And what Jesus did was he came to release you from the bondage of sin. And when he, when he came and saw this man, he said, Man, your sins are forgiven. Why? Because you got such great faith. I, I am relinquishing you from this debt. Glory to God. Right? And guess what? Everybody in here had a debt. Right? You went to Bible school, right? Right? I owed a debt. I could not pay. He paid a debt. He did not owe. I went backwards, didn't I? Yeah, that's what I I needed someone to take my sins away. And now I sing a brand new song, Amazing Grace. Because he takes away that debt. And that's what he was doing here. He was making him able to be whole. When you took away the sin, he enabled him to be whole. That's what in our lives, when, when the devil tries to condemn you, what he's trying to do is put that debt back on you. He's trying to say, yeah, but you sin today. You owe no, no. There, the blood is a continually, a continual cleansing. It says He cleanses us from, and and that word literally means a continual cleansing. What what He says, He says, you've got the blood of Jesus operating in your life. It doesn't mean you can continue sinning because if you do that, you probably don't have the power of God operating in your life. Because if you can keep doing that and your heart doesn't bother you, something bigger is wrong with you than the palsy. Amen? But, but what, what he said was, your sins are forgiven. And the, immediately they said, what? Who can do this? People should have been happy about what Jesus said. Everything he said brought life. But yet they tried to make everything bad. Why would they not want this man's sins forgiven? But, but they had to make it a religious thing. When, when we hear people, let's hear their heart. Let's not hear the, the, the legal... You know, sometimes I don't say everything perfect, perfect, but listen to my heart. Amen? Listen to my heart because my heart wants to, wants to get this to all of us. It wants to get it to me as much as it wants to get it to you. It wants people to see that God has a plan and had a plan in place for your healing before you needed it. Amen? Before you were ever born because... Healing was part of the salvation package. And he said, man, your sins are forgiven. They said, who can, who can forgive sins but God? And he perceived their thoughts. You know how you perceive people's thoughts? when they're, You know, I can do that. I perceive they didn't like what I just said. Right? Now, Jesus knew exactly. Why? Because he'd already run into them time after time again. They're going, they were doing that before he ever spoke. This is the guy that heals on the Sabbath. Right? When you get an ugly look on your face, your heart's not, your, your mind's not hard to perceive. You can see what's going on. And he said, he said, 
He said, what, what reason you in your heart, whether it's easier to say, your, thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, rise up and walk. And what is he saying? He's saying it is the same, same thing. And, and he proves it later in the Scriptures because in, in the book of John that we read last week, when the man said, he said, would, would you become whole? In the book of John, the guy that laying at the pool of Bethesda, and he, or the pool, yeah, Bethesda. And he said, would you be made whole? And then he immediately said, rise up and walk. Take up your couch and go home. And then, of course, they got mad at him for walking with his couch. <laughs> Which is, again, weird. You know, wait a second. He couldn't walk. Now he's not only walking, he's carrying his couch. That's pretty good. But later he went to the guy and he said, you're whole now. Sin no more. What's he saying? Well, literally, he's saying, I forgave your sin. That's why you're whole. I forgave your sin. Now you're whole. Sin no more, lest something worse happen to you. So he's saying, don't let this door, don't open this door again. And I'm, that's what he would say to all of us. We don't want to open doors that are closed, but the devil's going to try to. Right? Because he, we, we got a new identity, and he wants us to live in that old identity. He wants us to be sick. He wants us to be broke. He wants us to be poor. He wants us to be everything he wants us to be because God has made us to be so much more. He said, your sins be forgiven. And then he said, and then he said, just so, just so you know that the son of man has power to forgive sins. And then he said, your sins be forgiven again. No, he didn't. Isn't that weird? You'd think the very next words out of his mouth would be, your sins are forgiven. But no, they were rise up, arise, take up your couch, and go to your house. What's he this is the forgiveness of sins. Because of this forgiveness, this is what allows you to rise up, take your couch, and, walk, and go home. Every person in here has been, if, if you know Jesus Christ as Lord, you've been forgiven. You've been pardoned fully. And because you have, healing is already yours. You, you're not trying to uh, attain something. You're trying to be something. You, you, you are already made righteous. Because you've been forgiven, you were made righteous. Look, look at 2 Corinthians 5.17. Thank you, Lord. He's helping us. 2 Corinthians 5.17, I've already quoted the verse, but we'll go back there. It says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, if any man be, if any man exist, live, abide, be in Christ. In other words, that's how you, what's it say in Acts? It says, In him we live and move and have our being. I remember uh, uh, Mr. David Ingalls had that song. That goes with, I don't know if you guys ever heard it, but we used to, they used to play it when we were little kids in the car. And I thought they were saying, in him we live and move and have our being. <laughs> and I, why I thought that and how that made sense to me, I don't know. But if you want to have your being, have your being. But if, we have our being. <laughs> Amen. In other words, he makes you who you are. He, sh- he shows you where to walk. And he makes you what you are. 
Amen? It's not just who you are, it's what you are. Who you are is the righteousness of God in Christ. What you are is healed because you are the righteousness of God in Christ. Amen? You, we, 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 are, we, we are who we are and we have what we have because of who we are. We be what we be. Amen? And, and, and when we be healed, then we, were, we are only walking in the, in the goodness of the righteousness of God. Because we are the righteousness of God in Christ, we, we walk as healed people. Amen? We operate. And, and the devil will put all kinds of symptoms on you to get you to decide you're sick. Amen? And, and get lots of people to agree with you. But the truth will make you free. What? It will make you free from the lie. Amen? So, so as we walk in this truth that we are the... The reason I read, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Well, what's it? You know, people, people have religiousized that word in this scripture so much that they just think, well, that means you get to go to heaven. No, you're a new creature here. You now have abilities to be healed. You didn't have, you could not be healed before you were a new creature. You could not be at peace. You could not have joy. There are so many things you could not love. You, you have, we have all become creatures that can love the same way God loves. That will be amazing when we begin to walk in it. Instead of spending seconds in it and start spending hours in it and then start, start spending days in it. Amen? I mean, when we begin to walk in the love that he allows us to walk in, we'll walk like Jesus did, and everywhere we go, we'll be looking for the guy coming down out of the ceiling. Why? Because we can do what Jesus did. How did he do it? Through the love of God. Through the love of God. He said to, to prove that the Son of Man has authority or power to forgive sins on the earth. Amen? Arise, take up your couch, and go to your house. Why? Because he made him a new creature instantly. Instantly. How do you make new creatures? You forgive their sins. You, when your sins were forgiven, you, you became like only other Christians. No one else is like you. That you became, because why? No one else's sins are forgiven. That, because when your sins are forgiven, you become new. All things become new. The old is gone. The old passes away. Now, you can chase after the old all you want, but you could also live and walk in the new. And you, and you could be the new creature that he's created you to be. He's made you to be a new creature. And see, that's verse 17. If you go down to verse 21, just a few verses down, he starts calling you the righteousness of God. He says, he says, what? Uh, here's how I got rid of your sin. I made him to be sin for us who knew no sin. In other words, I got a perfect lamb and I made him your sin. I had him take your sin, your punishment, your everything that you deserved, he took for you. That's good, huh? Him who knew no sin that we might be made or that we might become the righteousness of God in him. So what he's saying is saying so that you could become whole. So that you could become healed. So that you could be everything that sin was not letting you be. 
And when we took sin out of the way, this gave you the opportunity to be everything that sin was keeping you in bondage from. Because the truth now makes you free from the, from the punishment of sin and gives you rights to the goodness of God. Amen? Which is what we're looking for. We want to be made righteous so that we can have the goodness of God in our life. And just like Abraham, he called him what he, want, what he wanted him to be before he ever was. He didn't, he didn't say you're going to be the father of a nation. He said, I'm calling you Abraham because I have made you. And, and he didn't change one bit from that. He didn't look at it and say, well, you don't got any kids, so you, I guess you're not the father yet. No, you're the father of many nations. Why? Because the seed was in him the minute God spoke it. And, and Abraham believed what God called him, and he believed it to the point that he was imputed or given righteousness on credit, righteousness that didn't exist for any man at that time. He gave him the righteousness of God in Christ before Christ ever. Why? Because he believed in the seed. He believed he was, he was preached the gospel and he received the gospel before the gospel ever happened. Amen? And it made him something that no one else was. It made him righteous. And, and, you know, and he, and he had to receive that righteousness. I mean, if you just look at it, what is it, Romans 4? Yeah, Romans 4. Romans 4 is the next verse, or the, the equal verse in the New Testament to the one we read first in the Old Testament. It says, as it is written in uh, 4.17, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even God, who quickens the dead and calls those things that be not as though they were. So in other words, he doesn't just call him Abraham and then say, because that's what you're going to be someday. He says, you are Abraham, the father of many nations. I've already made you that. And and, and in forgiveness, he's done the same thing. He said, I call you sons of God. I call you children of the Most High, and you be healed because I've made you to be healed. Glory to God. It's the same verse, 1 Peter 2.24. Go there. He's saying the same thing over and over again. 1 Peter. Let's start in 20. No, 24. Just 24 is good. 1 Peter 2.24. Scripture's been coming up. I mean, I've been watching. I've been talking too fast to look at it. There we go. Who his own self bare our sins. What did he do? He forgave us. Who, him own, who his own self forgave us of our sins. He bore our sins in his body on the tree that we being dead to sins. In other words, he made us new. No longer can sin affect, be the effector on your life or be the identifier so when Satan says, no, he's a sinner, he, he, he's going to be sick. No, not anymore. I, I'm Dave the Forgiven. That's how I'm identified. I'm Dave the Forgiven, and I'm, because I'm Dave the Forgiven, I live unto righteousness, and I be healed. And, and fact is, it's past sense, so I be healed. Amen? I, I, I be healed. I were healed. 
In other, in other words, he's saying, I forgave your sins and I healed your body. It, it, it's ne- it never separates the two anywhere in the Bible if you look at it. You're healed and you're forgiven, just like the guy in John. You're healed, you're forgiven, and you're healed. Psalm 103, forgives all your sins, heals all your diseases. And those aren't two separate. It, it's, it's one, I forgive and heal. Why? Because they work together. The forgiveness that we receive is is the healing that we be. Amen? And and when we receive it in that level, then then no matter what you're going through, and you you could receive a healing however God says go. Remember that. Abraham was called the father of many nations. You know what he had to do next? Get in faith. Go back to go back to Romans four seventeen. You got to find out where your faith is, Amen. Because Abraham had to get in faith to receive being who God made him to be. It says it says he called. He says he looked at him. He believed God, even the God who quickens the dead and calls those things that be not as though they were. In in, in verse eighteen, this is he's beginning his faith walk now. He hoped who against hope believed in hope that he might become what God had already made him to be. So he had to, it, it requires our part, right? Whoever confesses Jesus as Lord and believes in his heart that God raised him from the dead, he shall be made whole. Same word, saved, made whole. And, and that's what he's saying here. He's saying you you got to believe in your heart. you you got to... Abraham, I've made you to be this. People, I've made you to be well. Hope against hope. Believe that you might become who I've called you. Glory to God. We, we want to be what, we've been, what, what, he, what we're called to be. Or we want to call it like we be it. Right? People say, I want to call it like I see it. I want to call it like I be it. They say, who are you? I'm the healed of God. Right? By the stripes on Jesus' back, I, I'm healed. Right? I got peace like a river. I got, I, got, I, am, I got justification through faith. I am fully paid for by the blood of Jesus. Amen? Amen? And, and, and this, that's, your, that, that's, that's how people are going to identify you. That's that crazy guy that thinks all his sins have been passed, have been, have been cleansed. Sure, call me that. Nobody in the church is going to call you that. Let's call you outside. Say, good news, you can be a crazy guy just like me. Amen? It's a good thing to be. But, but he had to hope against hope that this is the start that he might become because you've got to start your faith walk to become who you've been made in Christ. The righteousness of God is who you are. Now you've got to start your faith walk to receive what that righteousness bought for you. What what it calls you. That righteousness calls us things. It gives us a new identity. We are the righteous. We've been made righteous. You've been recreated new, and now you're righteous instead of unrighteous with the ability to receive. And he said that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken. According to that which what God said, so shall thy seed be. Verse 19, first he hoped. Then being, what? He, how, he's, now he's got to be. He's being not weak in faith. There's, there's things that we be 
and there's things that we be not. Shakespeare was right. To be, and said, but it should not be to be or not to be. It should be to be and not to be. Remember what he told, remember what he told the children of Israel one time? He said, be not afraid. Be not dismayed. Be strong and be of good courage. There are things that we should always be and there are things that we should never be. And he was not being weak in faith and he's not considering any other options. He's not considering anything. Even though he's 100 years old, he's not looking at all that. Did you know that anything you're in faith for, you're not sitting there worrying about? Anything right now that I'm actually in faith for, I'm probably not even thinking about it. Why? I'm in faith. If you're thinking about it, find out where you're at. Because because there, God may say, you know, you got some faith. You need to take your faith and go see the doctor. Oh, I don't want to do that. Well, that's called fear. He didn't say take your fear and go see the doctor. He said take your faith and go see the doctor. You know how many millions of people are still here because they went and saw the doctor? And you know how many millions of people are not because God said go see the doctor? Oh, I don't have to go see the doctor. I'm a faith man. If you were a faith man, you could hear from God. Right? That's what faith men do. They hear from God. They don't don't hear what they like. Trust me, I know, because I don't like going to doctors. Right? I, I I would try to find scriptures that said I don't have to. But there's no no scriptures that say it's okay to move in fear. Fear is never the reason not to do something or to do something. Amen? But when you're in faith, you're not even considering it. You're not looking at all the problems, all the obstacles, all the things that might happen or couldn't happen or won't happen. You're not looking at why you're in faith. It's like if I told somebody I was going to give them a $100 bill, I showed them the $100 bill, so I'm going to get it to you. And they got in faith about it. They would never ask me for it again. They would just be expecting it. Right? Right? When God tells you that he has made you whole, when he told you he's made you righteous, when he told you he's made you the father of many nations, when he tells you these things, then he's telling you, get in faith for what I've already made you. Get in faith to be what I've made you to be. And so he didn't consider anything else. And then he didn't stagger at the word, at the, at the calling. Abraham's name was now a calling. It, 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 he called him to be. He's called us to be many things. He's called us to be justified. He's called us to be healed. He's called us to be. Amen. And he's called them to be. And, and he didn't. He staggered not at the word. And then he's going to be something else. He's going to be fully persuaded. Be. And, and as you be what God, what the, the things that get you to what God made you, then you're, go, you're on your way there. Why? Because you're being who he wants you to be, who he's called you to be, and you're walking towards what he made you to be. And when we're all these things, what you're believing for is what God called you. God called us whole and healed. And so I'm fully persuaded that His Word is true. Amen? 
And I'm fully persuaded, and I'm staggering not at that promise. It's a promise that's mine. And as we stagger not at those promises, then he takes us the direction to get where we're going. From that point on, Abraham began going places, just living his life. You know, he even went, that's where he went right after that, and what Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed, and he, he called his wife his sister, and all kinds of weird things happened. But that was all one year. And you know what happened at the end of the year? Baby. Why? Because he was made to be the father of many nations. And and I'm I'm guessing the devil said, look at you. You called your wife, your sister. You You can't save the country. You know, there's, there's just a thousand reasons why you shouldn't be the father of many nations. And he said, but there's one reason that I should be. God made me to be the father of many nations and he calls me every day the father of many nations amen there's one reason why you're not in condemnation because you're saved by the blood of jesus because he called you his child he called you a son of god he called you the one he loves amen he sent jesus you were so what people ought to call you every time they see us they say man those people are valuable the greatest price ever paid was paid for those people. And then we'd say, you should be one of us because that great price was paid for you too. But the greatest price ever paid was paid not just so you could go to heaven, but so that you could walk in who he's called you to be right here, right now. Amen? And, 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 and don't get me wrong, because we've lived in the world and we've walked in the world, you know, it's kind of like... Anybody ever walk through the cow pasture right after the cows were in it? And, and you get out of the cow pasture, and you know what? You look down, and you thought you skipped every patty that was in there. But you know what? One caught you. And you got a little bit of the cow pasture is leaving with you. We're in the world, guys. And when something happens, don't say, oh, what did I do? I should have been protected. You're in the world. Yes, you're made to be the. That's when you start claiming your identity. I see this trying to come on me. I'm the healed of the Lord. The cow patty is a symptom of the pasture. Right? A sore throat's a symptom of a cold. You, you, can, claim, you can claim, well, I just, I might as well just walk through all the cow patties and I hit them all. Just hit all the cow patties. <laughs> Or you can try and miss the cow patties, claim who you are, and walk out, and walk out of that thing. And, and, and I don't care what kind of flu or sickness or whatever's going on, we don't have to just give in to it. Yes, we're in the world, but the greater one is in us. We have been made to be the righteousness of God in Christ. We, we are the justified. We are the healed. We are the ones He loves. And he gave that for you, for me. And he said, man, your sins are forgiven. Rise up. Take up your couch. Go home. Glory to God. And, 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 he, and he put it all on Jesus. And Jesus had no problem doing it for us. Amen? He had no problem with it. Look at... Uh, I had one more I wanted to see. Hold, please. Oh, Numbers 13. 
Numbers 13. You, this, is, this is to be or not to be. To be or not to be. They, went, they sent the spies. They looked at the land, the land that God already had given them. He says, I've given you this land as an inheritance. In other words, I've already made you the owners of this land. And two people heard him. Well, three. Moses heard two. But two of the spies. But I've already given you this land. This is already yours. I've already given you this healing. It's already yours. I've already bought and paid the price for you to be healed. It's already yours. And we should be just like Joshua and Caleb. And Caleb stopped and said, we should go get it right now. We should possess it because we're well able. Why are we well able? Because God made us able. God made us able to receive everything that He's told us we could have through Jesus Christ. That's why we find the promises. That's why we find the truth. Because we want to walk in and we want to be free because of them. Amen? And, and, and they, they piped up and they said... The men went up to him and said, we be not. They said, we be well able. They said, oh, we, we be not well able. What are they looking at, symptoms? Well, you don't understand. It's COVID. <laughs> it's cancer. Shh, don't say it too loud. You got those, you got those diseases nobody wants to say out loud. Right? I don't know if any of you, I was like my wife. I didn't even like to see it on a book. I'd turn it over. She, she used to do it too. Turn it over. I don't even want to see that name. Guess what? It's a name that is below the name that by which we're identified. It's below the name by which you and I are identified. And it has to bow its knee one way or another. It has to go. Amen? And we don't have to have it. Glory to God. And they say, we, we be not able, you don't know. Let me, let, me, let me give you a list of the symptoms. Whew, land, it eats up the inhabitants. The people we saw there, whoo, big, big, the big people. You don't know what kind of, I know you think you can be well, but you, you don't know what kind of symptoms I'm dealing with. You've never dealt with what I'm dealing with. You've never been, that's the biggest lie of the devil right here. And, and I'll guarantee you he's told us all that, that lie. Nobody understands what you're going through because they've, they've never been through what you're going through. Did you know that there's millions and billions probably of people that have been through what you're going through? Some made it out by the grace of God. Others didn't. Glory to God. But there's nothing new under the sun. Oh, they eat, it's the land that eats you up. The people are huge. The symptoms are great. The it's it's bigger. The, the I've heard a thousand doctors, and they just say this can't be. You can't. You don't recover from this. There's there's no recovery plan for me. Guess what? There was already a recovery plan for you. Amen. You've been recovered. Glory to God. You've been rescued, as the song said today. They said there were giants. Giants, don't you know? Giants. Said there were the sons of Anak. Which are which come from giants. We saw giants and people that were born from giants. Now I don't know if they were still as big as the giants, or they just thought, well, they're bad because their dad's bad. <laughs> right? Well, what are they doing? They're listening to all the wrong things and not being who God gave them to be. 
And that's what the devil wants. He wants us to not receive the goodness of God, to not receive by whose stripes you were healed, to not receive the forgiveness. Well, if he could have talked the guy with the bed out of being forgiven, arise and take up your couch would have never worked because they were all the same word. It, the same power that forgives heals. And if that power is in the room to save, I remember I was listening to uh, T.L. Osborne years ago. What, what, what a man of love. And, and he, when he went to other nations, he said, they don't know, nobody's told them that when you get saved, you don't get healed. So he said, when people get saved, they just get healed. Because they just think it's the way it is because nobody's told them they, they can't. That's the way we should be. Right? When somebody new comes up and says, I'm receiving Jesus, good news, you get healed too. Right? You receive it all today. There's, there, there's salvation. You, your life's going to go better. And you be healed. You be a child of God. You be healed. You be the righteousness of God in Christ. And you walk out of here, the new creature, receiving the new things of God today. And you walk out of here as the righteousness of God in Christ. There's giants. They're crazy, crazy big giants. You, you guys wouldn't know. And there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak. And in our own minds, our own sight, we became grasshoppers. They do. They, they changed their identity from overcomers, possessors of the land that God gave them, right? We're well-able people to we're not able. In fact, is we're grasshoppers. That is the devil's biggest dream right there. If you could ever make the devil happy, make, take yourself from a child of God to a grasshopper with just looking at, the wrong, looking at it the wrong way. That's what he wants. But God, but Jesus gave us, gave us a better vision. Go back to 1 Peter 2.24. He gave us a, bit, a better vision. He said, I'm going to bring forgiveness. And through that forgiveness, I'm going to bring justification by faith. And through that justification by faith, I'm going to bring the righteousness of God in Christ. And I'm going to make you all these things. And because you've been made these things, you are now also healed. You are also righteous. You're well. Your life will go well. You now are able to love on a level you've never loved before. You'll see differently than you've ever seen before. And you'll be who I've called you to be in every situation I put you in. Because the power of God, the power of forgiveness, the power of wellness and wholeness is operating in you. Amen? Amen. How many know when somebody gets whole, they go shout it to the world? And remember the leper? He said, he said don't, don't tell anybody. And the first thing you know, he's famous. Why? Because he told everybody. Why? He's, not, he's identified as the healer. Yeah. If somebody's going to tell on you, let them tell on that. Right? If you're going to get upset, I can't believe they told people that the healing power of God was working in me. I told them not to. <laughs> Glory to God. i got to find my verse. I told you to go there and I'm not back there, am I? Got my notes upside down. I'm still premium package. Thank you, Lord. First Peter 
Start in verse 22. Verse 22. I didn't ask for the Young's literal. <laughs> Jesus had no sin. He did no sin. Neither was guile found in his mouth. He didn't lie. He didn't deceive. He didn't sin. Who was reviled and reviled not again. But what is he saying? They're, they're showing you the love of God. They're saying he operated at a level that you've never seen. He operated in a love that has never been shown. And he came to the earth as a man and did it. Why are they saying this? He said, because this is who I'm making you to be. Watch him, look at him, because this is who I'm making you to be. He said, when he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to the one, everything. And when people talked about him, he just said, God, I'm yours. I'm here to do your job. I'm here to do your thing. I'm going to love those people because you're kind to the unthankful. You're merciful. Verse 24, who his own self bear our sins in his body. If he took your sins in his body, he took your sickness in his body. And it, it proves it right there. He said, he took your sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sin. You are no longer alive to sin. It says when we're dead to sin, we're alive to righteousness. That we being dead to sin should live be dead to who you were and have newness of life. You're a new creature. You're a creature that's built to live now. Before we knew God, you know what we were doing? Dying. We were dying. Our future was dying. We were dying every day. And now because you know Christ, you're living every day. Your life is getting good, gooder and gooder and better and better. And you say, well, no, I'm still experiencing some things. Quit experiencing some things. Right? You know, just because you're in something doesn't mean you have to experience it. Like, I've been around broccoli a lot, and I've just refused to experience it. Right? You can put me right next to a mower, and I can sleep. We don't have to, just because you get a little patty on your boot, wipe it off and keep walking. Right? Why? Because... He's made you to be, to, to live in righteousness, dead from sins. And because we are, by whose stripes we were, we are, we be healed in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Lord. You know what I forgot today? Which won't matter because anybody that wasn't watching, I'll say it at the end. <laughs> Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We serve a good God. He wants us well, but He wants us to be well. We're chasing wellness. We're chasing the things that He's already made us to be. Abraham wasn't chasing being the father of many nations. He was attaining it by faith. He was receiving it by faith. What was he receiving? What God already made him. Amen? Receive the salvation that you have and be what salvation made you. It made you a new creature. It made you healed. It made you well. It made you whole. Wholeness is forgiveness and healing. That's wholeness. I forgive your sins. I heal your body. I redeem you. Amen? He bought us back from all these things. And He's doing good things in our lives. And every person watching, every person in here, you, you, you can attain this being healed.
It doesn't matter what symptoms are happening in your body. You know, it doesn't matter when people say, well, you know, I'm getting older, you know, just have a little panics and pains here. You know, I don't want to do that. Right? And people say, well, you're just going to have to put up with it. I don't want to just put up with stuff. That's like saying the giants are just too big. You know? The sons of Anik are even here. They're just too big. They're not too big. We are the children of God, the sons of the Most High, possessors of heaven and earth. We have every good thing in Christ that God planned for us before we ever were born. And tonight, you're probably going to heaven, but why not go ahead and be healed on your way there? Let's just wake up every morning and be healed. You just wake up every morning and say, I'm the I'm be healed. I'm David, be healed, Vaughn. Right? I'm David, be full of the Holy Ghost, healed by the blood by the stripes of Jesus. I am healed. I'm the justified. I am everything that He's called me to be. Everything that He's called me, I'll be. Amen. Glory to God. You, you guys got a song? I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new